prayer that a certain slave girl possessed with a spirit of divination met us, who brought her masters much profit by fortune telling. This girl followed Paul and us and cried out, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God who proclaim to us the way of salvation. And this she did for many days. <laughs> but Paul, greatly annoyed, turned and said to the Spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out that very hour. Now first, notice something kind of really cool in here. Uh, this girl was telling the truth. Did you catch that? She's saying they were servants of God. They were. <laughs> She's saying they're showing us the way to salvation. They were. They were showing them the way to salvation. They were servants of God. You notice that? Everything she said was true. Guess what? The devil can tell the truth with wrong motives. The devil is trying to hinder the work of God here. Come on. He was trying to mess up the work of God. You think he was trying to help Paul? <laughs> the devil just, hey, let's help Paul out. Let's tell everybody these are servants of God here. Let's tell everybody they're preaching, they're preaching the way to salvation. No, 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 no. <laughs> now, when, it, when the gift of discerning of spirits was in operation, come on, Paul spoke to the spirit after many days. Why in the world did he wait many days? Hello? He saw into the spirit realm. He knew what to deal with at that point in time. <laughs> Come on now. Sometimes, sometimes we act too fast, saints. I said we act too fast. Someone comes for prayer. You don't always have to pray right away. Hello? Sometimes we act too fast and we don't get revelation from the Lord. Paul got revelation from the Lord before he said something. This is a very good thing to learn right here. Come on, we need to wait on the Lord. Get revelation from the Lord. Paul waited to get revelation from the Lord. When he saw what this was, come on, when he saw what this was, he cast it out. Why didn't he do it the first day? After many days. Well, I would have wanted her the first day. <laughs> Come on. Notice he, he dealt with the, he, he did not deal with the person. He dealt with the devil behind the person, right? The person needed deliverance. Paul got, Paul got revelation. Paul got discerning of spirit. This is an evil spirit. Cast out the evil spirit now. Come on. We can even, we even get time on it. When? Hello? So Paul was able to see something bad in the spiritual realm. He's able to see the evil spirit behind this, right? I, I've told you a story before. I got to see, I got to see a demon. You know, starting with that, don't you? My kids are like, oh, no, not that star. Here we go. I got to see a demon on top of a house. We were trying to buy a house in Long Beach. And uh, long story short, right, we could... Uh, Carl and I, we, I mean, we were serious about that house. Right? We, we, we decided this is our house. We're going for it. We're going for this house. And we even put the earnest money down, right? We put the money down. We said, this is our house. We want it. Boom, money. We want this house. Right? The realtor, it was, it was all done in her mind. It was like, she even took a picture of us in front of the house. We probably still have it. Remember that? You don't remember. You were pretty small. 
She said, let's get a picture of you in front of your new house. We hadn't really finished anything, right? But we had put the earnest money down, that we were earnest. But Karen and I could not get peace about the house. Hello? I would pray and I would say, oh, I just, I don't feel it. I don't, I'm, I, don't, I don't think that's our house. And Karen would say, yeah, it's our house. It's our house. It's our house. I'm like, no, I don't think so. And then the next day I'd be like, yeah, you're right. I think it's our house. She'd say, no, that's not our house. That's not our house. Nope, that is not. I'd say, yeah. And then the next day, same thing. I'd say, well, whatever the opposite was. <laughs> she, I'd say, this, this is not our house, right? This is not our house. She'd say, yeah, it's our house. It's our house. We went back and forth like that. Whenever that happens, you know you might have a problem. And you're probably not, it's probably not God, right? If you cannot get peace, we could not get peace about it. You're supposed to get peace about the things of God, amen? Let the peace of God rule richly. Come on, let the peace of God rule as an umpire. I think the Amplified actually says, as an umpire. Right, when you cannot decide on if it's God, let the peace of God rule. And we could not get peace. And so we had the earnest me down. I mean, now we're in that situation where you got the earnest and you're like, oh boy, you know, no, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. So I go, I go to prayer and I just make it plain with God. I'm like, God, is this our house or not? I got to know if this is our house. I got to know. Because I'm tired of dealing with this. You know, you do days of this and you're just sweating every day. Because you don't know what the realtor's going to do, what the, what the owner's going to do with the house. And you're just like, oh. And I had a vision of a demon sitting on top of that house right after that prayer. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and you want the rest of the story, right? So I'm like, demon on the house. Must be, must just need to cast out the devil. So we'll buy that house and we'll just cast the devil out of it. Was that the right answer? No. Now, it could have been if God had led me that way. Amen. But he showed me for a reason. And as I, as I got it in peace in my spirit about it, that is not your house. And come to find out, you're going to love this. You're going to love this. The owner, the original builder and owner of that house produced horror movies. Right down here in Long Beach. He was a director and producer of horror movies, and that was his beach house. And he'd come here with his family and enjoy some time at the beach. And God showed me there's a demon on that house. And he didn't, he didn't say, just cast the demon out. I thought that in my head, right? I'll just cast the demon out of that house. And that's our house. Thank God I didn't do that. Because we got the house for us in Owako, where we were supposed to be. And that's a whole miracle story of its own. Some of you know the story. Come on. But God let me see something bad in the spirit realm. Come on, I got a glimpse of a demon. I got a glimpse of an evil spirit in the spirit realm. That was discerning of spirits. Come on. Super, we got to realize super manifest, supernatural manifestations can originate from either God or the devil. Okay? So as we're talking about supernatural manifestations, we got to realize the devil can do supernatural things. 
Just because something is miraculous does not mean it's God. We got we to be, we got to discern. That's why it's called discerning the spirits. Come on. I've seen people fooled by the miraculous. I've, I've even seen Christians get excited about something that's miraculous and it's not God. Hello? Just because something is supernatural does not mean it's God. And this is the great thing about this. The gift of the discerning, discerning of spirits is going to let us know the source of the manifestation. Hello? I can tell you a lot of stories. <laughs> but I've seen supernatural manifestations and I knew that was not God. I can tell you a lot of stories. But I knew that is not God. Why? For the discerning of spirits. Hello? I've also seen it the other way, of course. You know it's God. You know it's God. Come on now. So the gift, this gift of the Holy Spirit will let us know where the spiritual manifestation came from. Hello? When we need to know it, amen? When we, when we need to know. <laughs> now, we need to clarify a few things. What, what this gift is not, because this is, this is part of the bad teaching that's out there about this gift, right? There's bad teaching, and this is part of it. I'm going to explain this because you need to know. This is not the gift of discernment. You even hear Christians say, well, I have the gift of discernment. And I say, uh, that doesn't exist. <laughs> Come on. Some people have said, well, I have the gift of discernment. No, no. And what, what do they do? Well, I can discern everything. I discern people's motive because God gave me the gift. I just discern people all the time. I'm no, you're judging people. <laughs> Come on now. I just know every, I, I just, I'm so discerning. Mm, I know everybody's motive. Hello, there's people out there like that. They, believe, they know everybody's motive because they believe they have the gift of discernment. No, it's very specifically called the gift of discerning of spirits. The gift of discernment is not in the Word of God. I'm clarifying what this gift is not. Amen. This, say it again. It is not the gift of discernment. It is not a gift. There is no gift that discerns everybody's motive and knows everything about everybody. And some people claim they can well, I have the gift of discernment, and I know you, or whatever. You, t you tell them something based, and they, they tell you things based because they have the gift of discernment. And I'm like, you don't have the gift of discernment because it doesn't exist. <laughs> there is the gift of discerning of spirits. And it's specifically to see something in the spiritual realm, just a piece of something in the spiritual realm. Okay? This gift is not psychological insight. Right? Some people, well, I just, I can see, I have ESP. You heard ESP, right? Back when I was a kid, everybody talked about ESP all the time. Well, I got, I think I have ESP. Extrasensory perception. It's not that. Not the mind stuff. It's not a mind thing. Come on now. It's a spiritual thing. It's supernatural from God. This is not the gift of Suspicion. What is suspicion? Suspicion is what we most likely think is true about someone or something, right? 
I can have a suspicion about somebody. I can have a suspicion about this. And we may or may not be right about a suspicion, right? Anybody been there? I've been right about my suspicions, and I've been seriously wrong about my suspicions. Hello? I told, you know I, run, I ran these convenience stores for 12 years. Now, sometimes I knew from God, this person is a thief. Word of knowledge from God himself. This person is a thief. Boom. Oh, okay. Other times I had a suspicion they were a thief. And sometimes they proved me true. <laughs> I got a lot of stories. <laughs> sometimes they proved me true, right? They were a thief and sometimes they didn't. But I thought they were, right? I've had people that I thought were a thief that worked for me for years and were great employees. No, a plus. I have one, I've told you, I have one A plus, a plus employee my whole entire 12 years at 7 I've had one A plus employee. Well, that, that's, a, that's a word to you youth, especially. Be an A plus employee. And all of you work, of course, but be an A plus employee. There's not many of them. Right? But I had suspicions. Well, I suspect. I suspect this person is doing something, right? Sometimes I was right on, sometimes I was way off. That is not the gift of discerning spirits. That's a suspicion. This is not the gift of fault finding. <laughs> Some people look for faults and then they call it discernment. No, we're not called to find faults. Come on now. What are we called to? We're called to be full of the spirit. We're called to walk in love. Come on now. What does is, what is 1 Corinthians 13 tell us? Believe the best about everyone. Believe the best. I believe the best until they prove me otherwise. I'm believing the best. Amen. I believe the best. I've had people, you know, in church that I'm like, I'm believing the best. I'm, and they keep proving me otherwise. I'm still believing the best for them. I'm believing the best in them. I'm like, I know they can come out of that. I know they can turn around. I know they can turn around. I know they can. I'm still believing the best. Amen. Now I can't make them change. Amen. No one can make anybody change. I can't make you change. I can't make, I can make me change. That's it. Right. Come on. But we're not, we're called to walk in love. We're called to believe the best. Come on now. We're called into fellowship with God. We're called to do God's will. We're not called to fault find. Amen. This is not the gift of fault finding. This gift also is not so we can conjure up spirits. Hello? We are not supposed to conjure up spirits. We're not supposed to have a seance. That's evil in God's eyes. You can look that up. It's in the Bible. It's evil. We don't conjure up spirits. We don't try and get a spirit to, to manifest. Come on now. We, we stay far away from sorcery. Amen? Amen? Far away from witchcraft. Right? And, 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 and I would probably still do it. I don't know, kids. You know, the, the Ouija board or whatever, right? That's all about sorcery. That's all about witchcraft. Stay far away from that. Amen? Stay far away. Far away. I tell you, all it does is lead you down a bad road. People start out, oh, it's a little fun little thing, right? A little fun thing. And then they're heading a little further, a little further, a little further, a little further, and darker, and darker, and darker. And five years later, you look at that same person, like, who are you? How'd they start? They started with a Ouija board. Often. Yeah, it's a cult. It's dark. There is a dark spiritual realm. And that's, the, that's one entry into that realm. There's many entries into that realm, right? Many entries into that realm. But that's one entry into that realm. And we're not to conjure up spirits. 
That is not what this is. We haven't decided, well, what, what is this not, right? This is not that. It's not those other things we talked about. <laughs> Come on. Simply put, this gift is given as the Spirit wills so we can see something in the spiritual realm. Now, we can't make it something it's not. We can't make it something we want it to be. Well, I want it to be this. No. Be, no. <laughs> Come on. It's for seeing into the spirit realm. It's one tool in our arsenal. Come on, God gave us this tool. This is one tool. This is one gift he's given us. Come on, it's great that God's given us gifts, isn't it? He's given us gifts for a reason. He's given us tools for a reason to get the job done, right? If you don't have a tool, that is tough stuff, right? Well, I'm out of the construction right? I don't have my hammer. I don't have my, I don't have my drill today. I don't have my saw. You're not getting much done. <laughs> You're trying to build without the tools. Come on. God gave us the tools. Amen. This is, this is just one area. You know, we've talked about many, many areas that God's given us gifts in. This is, this is specifically the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And these are tools to get the job done for him. Come on. He's given us everything we need, saints. He's given us everything we need. You're not shorthanded. I don't, I just, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know. No, God's got it. God's got it. Amen. God's got it. God's got it there for you. Now, sometimes you're going to have to go find it. You got to go find your tool sometimes, right? You got to find the tool. I, I got to find tools here all the time. I hate it when I can't find my tool. I'm like, where's my tape measure? Did Paige tail steal my tape measure? Probably, probably. <laughs> Come on. You got to go find, you got to go after it, saints. Come on, amen. You got to go after the tools God's given us. He's given us the tools, but we got to go after them. We got to desire them. We got to want them. If we shut down, come on, we shut down the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We're saying, we don't want the tools, God, that you've given us. Oh boy, that's a big problem in the church. Well, we don't want the tools, God. You've given us all these tools. You've given us the Holy Spirit. You've given us the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We want nothing to do with it. Oh, oh, you want to cut yourself off from all the tools. Come on. God's given us all these things for a reason, to get the job done. Amen. We're not lacking anything. It's not lacking. It's there for us. But we've got to go after it. All right. Let's look at one more example. 2 Kings 2 Kings 6, verses 15 through 17. You like Elisha? Come on. Love the stories of Elijah and Elisha. 2 Kings 6, 15. The servant of the man of God got up early and went out. And behold, there was an army with horses and chariots encircling the city. Elisha's servant said to him, Oh no, my master, what are we to do? Can you hear a little worry there? <laughs> Elisha answered, do not be afraid, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And I'm sure the servant was like, um, no, I don't think so. <laughs> no, no, there's two of us and there's thousands of them. Uh, Elisha, too much pizza last night. No, then Elisha prayed and said, Lord, please open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the servant's eyes, and he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire surrounding Elisha. Amazing story of deliverance, right? 
if you don't know, that this is about the king of Syria 